got a rising contender in the heavyweight division. The new wave, the next generation, is Tom Aspinall. He just seems like he's born and bred to be in there. So slick. People say that he moves like a middleweight. He's got tremendous jiu-jitsu, and he's got knockout power in both of his hands. A lot of people think we might be looking at a future UFC heavyweight champion. Kid's real, man. The real deal. I couldn't imagine my life without combat sports. It has been in my life for as long as I can remember. My dad, he used to work in IT, but he retired from that years ago and then started teaching jiu-jitsu full-time. My dad is a former fighter himself. He's always been into martial arts and it's always been around, even on my mum's side. They had fighters, boxers, and even if they weren't fighting professionally, they were all like scrappers and stuff anyway, so it's always been in my life. Tom started to grapple when he was maybe six or seven. When he was about 10 or 11, he started to really enjoy it. And because I was teaching jiu-jitsu, he was a, a mat rat, you know, he was with me every day. He'd done all the particular sports, jiu-jitsu, boxing, wrestling. And then I'd met Colin from Cowbomb, and it just came from there, really. I first met Tom when he was 14, 15. I think his dad would have come maybe second year I opened and was looking to use a bit of mat space, practice a bit of jiu-jitsu with his friends. So we got talking to him, and then within a couple of weeks, it was like, wouldn't mind learning a bit of jiu-jitsu if, if I do, jump in and do a bit of it, and he says, I'll do you the deal then. I'll teach you a little bit of jiu-jitsu if you coach my son. I was lucky enough to get him so young, so I was able to mold him into what I thought I'd like him to look like. From them early days, for me, it was all about getting him fast keeping and moving, getting his angle game up, getting his agile and as quick as I could, and, and that's how I've trained him. So now I believe he's probably as fast as a welterweight, so I'll put him against welterweights in here, you can outspeed him, no problem. You can outgas tank him, no problem. So I think it's worked, it's paid dividends. Beautiful? Yeah. yeah I, need, I need it twice as fast, though. Yeah. I remember the first time I had to sit down with him, probably when he was 15, I said, what is it you, you, you want to do? And he just said straight away, I want to be in the UFC. I guarantee I'll put you in the USC if you just keep doing what I'm telling you to do. I think Tom's motivation, maybe in the early days, will have come from being surrounded by people in the USA. Anyway, I don't know if there's one individual that stood out, I'd say, because at that time we had a lot. When Tom was 14, 15, he'd then already be sparring with someone like Terry Ertem, who was in the USC. I would be on the mat like starstruck and I'd just be like a big young kid trying to get involved. I must have been probably about 16, 17 when I even started like landing any kind of punches on these guys and maybe winning the odd round like here and there inspiring and that's a good feeling. Tom's one of them who's evolved along the way, gone past fights number one, right through, and he's been there right from the early days right through to Darren Till. And each day he'd use the guy who's in the UFC as his motivation. Not one day did Tom give up, not one day did Tom say, that's it, I'm not cut out for this, it's too hard. Each day he'd come back and each day you get that a little bit better. The way that me, my dad and Colin looked at it when I was fighting amateur was, we'll just take as many hard fights as we can at amateur to get the most experience we can. Christian Bircher taking on Calvin's Tom Aspinall. I'd be very surprised if we don't see a relatively quick finish from this position. And that choke looks very tight to me, Dave. There's yeah. a tap. So 
I think out of nine fights, I think seven or eight of the people I thought were unbeaten. In my third amateur fight, I fought someone eight and all with eight knockouts. I really enjoyed the amateur days, actually. I would have had 50 fights if I could. Problem was with my amateur fights is I just basically just ran out of people to fight. Turning pro. Same as with the amateur thing. Like, I wanted to have as many fights as I possibly could. Aspinall in the white and grey, Ruskak in the black and blue. Yeah, immediately trying to close the distance, but Aspinall easily taking this one to the ground. Aspinall. Putting in the work here, big punches from Tom Aspinall, this is going to be it, the referee takes a close look and it's all over. Aspinall may be seeing this as a good chance to test his stand-up against the big man. Good combinations. Oh, big shot and he's out and it's all over. In England, there wasn't a heavyweight like him. It was about 2015 where opponent after opponent just pulled out. You know, so there aren't many heavyweights around and heavyweights pull out. It was very rough for me with MMA, to be honest. I had a child and then we found out that we were having twins. I wasn't getting no regular fights and people were like, what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to provide for your family? I was training, I was training all the time. I was struggling to get opponents though, and the fights just weren't coming through, and that was probably the toughest time of my whole career. So in two and a half years before Tom would get an opponent, we'd be sitting in venues for an opponent not to turn up. So a lot of people would have thought, okay, fair enough, he's had a good go, he needs to go and earn money, support his family. But he trusted and he believed, because we knew where we wanted to go and how we were going to get there. He was giving up MMA packing in all together. And I thought, Tom can make it to the top. So we went through, heartfelt, you've got to do this. Eventually we talked him round and, and then he came back. I was aware that the UFC were looking at me anyway. So that's why I signed with Cage Warriors because I thought they could give me better opponents who I could give me more time in there before going to the UFC. The same thing happened in Cage Warriors. It's just really hard finding people of that quality to fight. The Cage Warriors were really struggling to get me opponents, and they told me that. And I thought, if Cage Warriors release me, I'm back to square one. So it's either I go to the UFC now, or I'm back to where I was like two years ago. So obviously we went for the UFC, and obviously it was the right move, so I'm, I'm happy with it. It's pretty much been the plan since Tom was able to walk that he would get here to the UFC, Dan. This guy is a devastating individual at this heavyweight division. It doesn't matter if you're on the UFC or you're on an amateur show. It's the same thing, just fighting another guy who's trying to knock you out. Ready, Jake, ready. There is Tom Aspinall making his UFC debut. Round number one. Oh! That's it! Knockout for Tom Aspinall in his debut! The close people around me and myself, like we all had a strong belief that this is what I'm going to do and it's going to work. And without that belief, I would have just, I wouldn't have done it. I'm glad he's doing what he's doing. I wanted my kids to do something that they like doing. That's the only important thing as a father. 
I'm glad he's an athlete if he wants to be an athlete. Nice clinch here. Beautiful. Yeah, this was a very smart move for Tom to take him down. There he is. Wow. Double quick again. He goes 2-0 and with the UFC. Oh, he connected. Look at this. This could be it. This is it. It's done. There it is. Look at that. Oh, man, just a blitz. It goes right under the chin. Aspinall's got some fast hands, man. He's really fast. Oh! Tom Aspinall is the real deal. I am motivated on another level. Like I've got a kick up the arse more than I've ever had before to go and push myself to the absolute limits because this is my dream and I ain't letting no one take it away from Tom me. Tom Aspinall! Welcome to the world-famous O2 Arena, London, England for UFC Fight Night, Blaze versus Aspinall. UFC heavyweight Tom Aspinall burst onto the big stage with five finishes in five UFC fights. Tom Aspinall has acknowledged this is the toughest challenge he could possibly face. He made short work of everyone the UFC has put in front of him and he has no plans of slowing up. And plan to make it six straight in a London main event against Curtis Blades last summer. Can Curtis Blades slow down the Brit tonight? until the fight began. Tom said he's going to push the action. Oh, no, oh his no. knee's gone. Wow. His knee's gone. Oh, such a shame. Oh, no. And of course, we wish Tom Aspinall all the very best on his road back. The process was long. It was very tough. It was very character building. But since I recovered from the injury, I feel like I'm in a really, really good spot mentally and physically because of what happened. Just one day shy of a full calendar year later, Aspinall would return. One year ago, Tom Aspinall's world fell apart here in the O2 Arena, but the time away has been spent utterly focused on rebuilding himself to serve his dream of becoming a UFC champion. For another London headliner where he put the heavyweight division back on notice. He wanted to return to the scene of the crime, the scene where he suffered that agonizing knee injury. He's come back a bigger, better, stronger version of himself. Here we go, folks. The return of Tom Aspinall against that man on a hot streak, marching to Bora. You want to touch hands with Tom, God bless. The top of the heavyweight pitcher is electric right now. A lot of fun matchups. One thing we know about Tom Aspinall, he's very quick for a heavyweight. Ooh, that knee must be all right. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I think so. Let's test it out. Oh, look at the hands. Tom is on fire. Look how loose he is, dancing around. Oh, that was front a kick. punishing front kick. Don't let him touch you. Keep the middle, Keep the middle! Oh, nice elbow from... Oh, there it is! I'm just way more confident. Big shelling! My body's been good. My mind's been in a really good spot. 
didn't expect it to be like that. I've been ready to fight for a title. He makes quick work of Marcin Zabora, and not many people can do that. I'm telling you, keep an eye on this man because Thomas Pinol is coming. It's been a really tough year for me. This is a whole new version of me. I'm not going to say that I'm back because I'm different now. I'm just different than what I was last year. My mind's different. My body's different. And I'm going all the way. Tom Aspinall! With the victory in his home nation, Aspinall was one step closer to a heavyweight title shot. And when the division's champion was forced out of a November 11th title defense, an opportunity for Aspinall would materialize. John Jones was training last night, got injured, he was wrestling, and he tore the tendon that connects your pec to the bone, off the bone. Eight months, gonna need surgery, he's out. So, the co-main event now is Pavlovich versus Aspinall for the interim heavyweight championship. An interim title bout in New York City puts Aspinall one step closer to the ultimate prize. But getting through Russia's Sergei Pavlovich is no easy task. Moscow's own Sergei Pavlovich, he is a scary dude when he gets going. That is a big man. Looks like an absolute psychopath. Kill or be killed. Oh. Most of the time it's killing. Pavlovich winding up. He's oh. really put him down. Massive uppercut. And he sits down goal. The power that this man possesses, it's insane. He's been an absolute wrecking machine. Pavlovich raining down the blows. He gets pulled off. It's win number two for the Russian. Insane knockout power. Really is quite scary. Oh! He detonates that right hand. This is going to be it. It's a smash and grab. That's it. For Pavlovich here in London. Oh! Early oh, combination for the Russian. Dexter. Oh, and another big right hand. Lewis face first. Sergei Pavlovich. Oh! Pavlovich hits like a monster. Early knockdown for Pavlovich. Both men recognize the danger. Oh, oh what a monster. That wow. is going to do it. Sergei Pavlovich, 17 up and one down. Wow. Not only have the past six men Pavlovich has faced failed to defeat him, they could not last one round. Each falling victim to the Russians' hard-charging offense and brute strength. Yes, I can fight, but we all know that it's always a good thing when strong, healthy men Again in the first, the record-breaking Russian does it again. Another first-round knockout for Sergei Pavlovich by TKO. Sergei Pavlovich. The powerhouse heavyweight from Russia this journey towards a UFC title began the very moment he first laid eyes on the sport. I 
мне понравилось. Я еще с тех времен сказал, что я э, хочу попасть в UFC. Потом в школе я также, когда оканчивал школу, мы там с ребятами виделись, одноклассниками. Я им говорю, посмотрите, время пройдет, и я буду в UFC. Мечта с детства – это чтобы пояс UFC был у меня. Поэтому пояс UFC для меня является основной целью, номер один. Я ментально, физически, по всем кондициям уже давно, давно созрел к титульному бою. Все спокойно, все планомерно, все ступень за ступенью. The appeals of sunny South Florida are boundless. But for the plethora of mixed martial artists who relocate here from across the globe, the primary attractions are gyms like American Top Team. And it's this state-of-the-art operation which lured UFC heavyweight Sergei Pavlovich. Мы считаем, что это один из самых лучших клубов в мире. Здесь большое количество тяжеловесов, есть с кем поработать. До UFC я дрался в российской организации Fight Nights. Там я был чемпионом, выиграл пояс чемпиона Fight Nights, защитил его. Я шел без поражений, первый бой в UFC. Я проиграл, и это одно поражение в моей карьере. После боя с Аверимом мне, скажем так, помогло стать более профессиональным. Я начал больше относиться профессионально к своим, скажем так, подготовкам. Ну, я просто-напросто отдаюсь на тренировках полностью, тренируюсь, пошу. Я думаю, это тяжелый труд. Тяжелый труд всегда оправдывает себя и дает результат. Сейчас мой основной, скажу так, что мне нужно, это пояс. И не важно, что там и как будет. Like Pavlovich, his UFC 295 opponent, Tom Aspinall, is making adaptations to his surroundings in order to best prepare himself for heavyweight battle. I had a lot of time to think about what I need to change. I think the main difference was I needed to train with guys my size. So we just brought in a lot of heavyweights. Every day now, I train with at least four or five different guys my size or bigger. It's definitely improved my physical attributes, like my strength. Having to shift guys 120 kilo plus every day, every session, it's really tough. 
but I know that I can handle guys my size all the time, not every now and again. A unit of behemoths prepared the UK's top heavyweight for his shot at UFC gold. When Aspinall goes toe-to-toe -to -toe with Sergei Pavlovich in New York for the interim title. Two of the scariest humans wearing four-ounce gloves are about to put it all on the line. Both of these guys have absolute, ridiculous, one-punch knockout power. Oh, That's it! No count for Tomas Benong! The sky truly is the limit for this young guy. You're looking at a future UFC heavyweight champ. Look at that, it's over! It's done! Hand on heart, I think Sergei Pavlovich is the most dangerous guy in the UFC. Oh, good look! He's looking to absolutely knock your head up into the top row. He's on a six-fight knockout streak. The power that this man possesses, it's insane. The only difference is the last six guys we've fought are not named Tom Aspinall. Moves like a middleweight. Tom Aspinall is the real deal. He detonates that right hand. What a ferocious heavyweight we have here. Pavlovich hits like a monster. It's over! Wow! My new belt. Where is my belt? Heavyweight set the stage for a 205-pound title bout in the headliner. Between Yuri Prohaska. This man is dangerous. He can get the job done everywhere. And Alex Pereira. He flatlines the best fighters in the world. The battle for the vacant belt. It's UFC 295 in the Mecca on November 11th. No more.